0: on Pokemon Rollout! The pre-gym battle continued after the smoking lady's coughing exploded. The poison type specialist sent out a Trubbish to replace the blown up coughing. As the battle continued, each opposing trainer took an injury. Katana fainted the Bronzor and Schmoopy landed a mud bomb on the Trubbish, causing it to be recalled. With the battle ended, the group stressed how important it was that they meet Yash, so they were led to her wing of the hospital. Once there, the team was flanked by two Spinarak statues with a Magnemite in the middle of the lobby. Without warning, the Magnemite sent a bolt of lightning, darkening the room, and the spinnerak statues released two Spinarak droids to attack the party. Professor Sneeze hit one of the Spinarak droids with a frosty tri-attack, freezing it and taking it out of commission. The team was able to see clearly after Archie lit up the room with his special move, the cold light of fact. Archie and Grunge each took out the machines that were creating the Spinodroids. After which, Archie was also able to knock out the Magnemite. Charlie squashed a Spinodroid to end the battle, and the room plunged back into darkness. What will happen today on Pokémon Rollout!
1: welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name?
2: I'm Charlie the Clap Pine.
1: (sighs) You didn't even say your name.
2: Oh, and I'm Paul. That's that's (laughs) the guy who I I play.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Michael, and I play Professor Sneeze, and
4: i am yep yep. i'm I'm just here for the fun and i'm lydia yeah okay i yeah i'm lydia and i'm (laughs) i like got confused for a second because i was like wait am i doing this in the right order (laughs) yes yes i am (laughs) you messed me up paul (laughs) I had a good, he, had a good alternate name all planned out and everything. You?
3: Did you? You did.
2: It oh, was going to be
4: nice. no laughing.
2: It could, it could be, it could be uh, um, Liliana Ifrit Pot or Ifrit Garden. <laughs> <Ifrit. laughs> whoa. Hey, whoa. Oh, whoa! All right. Um, should we just call it? Should we just call it? And be <laughs> <dead>?
4: <laughs> I am a lady. You cannot say that. <laughs> <laughs> I am thoroughly All offended. Right. All right. I'm, I'm going to post on Facebook. See you
3: <laughs> <laughs> See ya next time.
4: <sighs> Hashtag raise awareness.
3: Uh, oh, boy. Full of chagrin. So
4: I guess that's <laughs> how we're starting this episode. <laughs> yeah. This is wow. Fun. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All
3: right.
4: It is 11.50 p.m. here, guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... So, Katana is able to quickly head over to the switch, in or the, like, breaker box in the darkened room that you are,
2: and flip the lights back on. Uh, oh,
3: thank you, Katana.
2: Ah, good. The cliffhanger that I had in my intro here is now resolved. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so, yes, you are in the reception area. Uh, there is double doors to the ICU. To your left is a door Dumbledore. to the... Uh, to the boiler room on your right, seems to be heading to the mm-hmm. cafeteria. Where do you go? Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I, I think we'll probably find Yash in the ICU room, but I don't... You know, I feel kind of weird just rushing in. Go for a snack.
2: <laughs> uh, Charlie
1: doesn't. He goes in.
3: Oh, okay. You
1: open up the door to the ICU right away?
2: Um... Oh, uh, seems like there are probably interesting things in the other places, but... Yeah, no, Charlie would just go right into the ICU, right right through the doors.
1: Okay. Um, Opening the door to the intensive care unit, you are immediately covered in choking black smoke. (coughs) Good idea, Charlie. A haze of noxious smoke fills the entire hallway, making it difficult to see. There are a few larger rooms here on either side of the hall. These rooms are also empty, the lights off and doors closed. At the end of the hall is is a set of double doors. Stenciled above those are the words Surgery Prep Room. Floating in the middle of the hallway is a coughing. Uh, This coughing, like you've seen before, is covered in discs of overlapping metal plates which ripple and shift around it in a constant slow cascade. Uh, The coughing turns towards a group as the door opens, expelling another burst of black
3: smoke. Twelve on tech. Okay. Six medicine, eight tech.
4: Uh, wait for me. Six medicine.
1: It's a little difficult to see, uh, Professor Sneeze and Liliana, but uh, you can spot that there's, a regu- that, that there's a regular crack-like scarring on the coughing's hide. Um, it also seems to have abnormally few exhaust holes, with which to spew the smoke and gases that, fit, that fill the Pokemon. Uh, going off of that, you'd guess that this coughing suffers from a genetic defect, or a congenital defect common, in volatile bomb Pokemon. It was mixed wrong at birth, and without adequate ventilation, it probably tore itself apart with its own explosions. Uh, Someone put it back together, using the metal discs to hold its Mm. shape and protect it against further explosions. Um, Charlie, you realize that the rippling motion of the discs mimics the coffin's natural ventilation efforts, allowing the coffin to let out its fumes without risk of further explosion. You have no idea what's allowing the discs to ripple, however.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well, what I would like to do then is I'm gonna bring out Nilly, my cadabra, mm-hmm. and I am going to uh, just uh, I would say, uh, hey Nilly, I really I really don't want to have to fight against this coughing like we did before. Can you just like tell it that we're trying to get to Yash? We really need to talk to him. We don't want to hurt it. We just we just want to talk to Yash. <laughs>
1: Alright, can I get a charm check from Nilly?
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, seven? Can I, uh, I, I might uh, try to support with Pokemon Education in place of charm. Okay. Like, you know, back Nilly up.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna do that as well. How do you do that again? Uh, the... It's an edge.
1: Yeah. You can use no, charm no. as well, but you can use charm to help boost. But you can't use Pokemon in the Education instead unless you have the edge.
4: Um. Then in that case, I'm going to use Perception to see if there's any sort of like traps or other Pokemon maybe in this room. Hmm.
3: I got uh, 16 Pokemon Edge. Okay.
4: I got seven for Perception. Perception,
3: uh, Professor Sneeze. What are you saying? yeah, we really just need to talk to Yash. We're we're not gonna try to disturb too much of what she's doing here. We we want her to keep doing the good work, but but we have some really important things we need to ask her, and and we'd really like her help. Okay, and uh,
1: Liliana, you don't see anything else in the room. The uh, thick smoke is kind of making it hard to see as well. Um, The other thing you can make out is that there is a door about halfway up the hall to the right that seems to be um... There's a sign next to it pointing and saying to the cafeteria. So seems the cafeteria connects here <laughs> as well. Um listening you and we'll talk, and then uh you have a long moment and then Nilly turns to Charlie and Charlie the words form in your mind that uh, it's, uh it says she says come back later she can't
2: convince the others. Hmm. The others. Mm-hmm. Oh crap, there are other coughing here, aren't there? <laughs> Or other other something <laughs> in here, okay. So who's when she said she can't convince the others? Does it doesn't mean like uh, Nilly can't, or the coughing, coughing can't. can't? Um. So um, Charlie then addresses the group, saying, uh, "Guys, I, I don't I don't know what to do here. The um, Nilly told me that uh, the coughing said that they he, that she can't convince the other the others." So it may be harder to get through. Do you want to like check around in the other places? Like, well, there's a cafeteria and a boiler room. Do you want to look at those places first?
4: We might want to do that. I see that there's a door over there to the cafeteria. We could try
3: there. Um, sure. Can we can we get through here? Are we gonna run into any other trouble, or should we try going back out the other way?
2: Uh, Nilly, can you can you ask? <laughs> <laughs> Asking the coughing, just like, can we we continue unmolested? Uh, Maybe.
1: (laughs) You get. It's odd because you didn't think a coughing could shrug. (laughs) But this one somehow seems to manage it and then kind of floats closer to one wall so that you could kind of walk past. And uh, Nilly sends, she uh, says, she lets you pass but she really says you, you won't get into the others especially those two. Not sure what those two are <laughs> hmm.
2: So so this coughing is giving us a clear path just straight to hmm? like the, the all the straight down the hall. Correct? Yeah, you
1: could go straight down the hall Oh um, yeah on that back wall you had sit it like you remember did you hear the, the words above the doors on the back wall?
3: Uh, yeah, surgery prep yeah, room. Yeah, surgery
1: prep room. Yep. And so that's surgery prep room. This is to the cafeteria.
2: Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we go to the cafeteria? Should we just keep on heading into the surgery room? Because if we want, oh. if we want to get to Yash, this is going to be like the most direct way to go is just to go through the 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 pre the surgery prep room.
3: That's what I'm thinking. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you head straight. Th-
3: let's 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 try to, let's try to go ahead.
1: So you head straight through to the surgery prep room. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh the surgery prep room is a, is small and relatively bare. A small row of sinks sits on the right wall from the door and the left wall is covered with hangers upon which hang several stained lab coats. Otherwise, the floor is still the same gray tiles and the walls are still the same dull gray. On the wall opposite the door to the ICU is another set of double doors. These doors are heavier and made of dark metal rather than wood. Instead of stenciling, a red rectangular light is placed above the door. The light is currently lit, spelling out the words Surgery in Progress. Standing in front of the metal doors is a large, bipedal, reptilian Pokémon that seems to be a mix of animal and machine. It has narrow eyes, large spiny ears, fur-like tufts on its cheeks, ...and a short snout filled with pointed teeth. It has a long, venomous-looking horn on its for- looking horn on its forehead and a ridge of spines down its back. Gray, metallic plates cover its chest and belly, and there is a gray, rounded spike of jagged metal on each elbow. Each hand has three claws, while each foot has only a single hoof-like nail. It has a long, powerful tail. Spooling over its body like veins, this Pokémon is threaded through with what seem to be gray and black fiber-optic cables, which pulse with purplish light. Thick pistons stretch across the major joints of the Pokemon, embedded in its flesh and telescoping slightly as it moves. The Pokemon crouches in front of the door, watching the door to the ICU, which you just entered, silently. Um, Can I get medicine education, tech education, and perception?
2: Can I get some fan art of this beautiful thing? I I sincerely hope so.
0: That'd be cool.
3: Um, I got a 22 on Pokemon education.
2: Great. Nine on tech. Nice.
4: Ten on medicine.
3: All right. Um, Ten perception.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Everyone can roll perception, too,
4: if you like. Oh. Uh, Thirteen perception. You guys. What if Yash made Sparky? Whoa. I just thought about that now. With all the other, like, obvious yeah, Pokemon. I guess that's Pokemon. possible.
1: Okay, um, so, Professor Sneeze, you are fairly certain that this is a Nidoking, which is usually a poison and ground Pokemon. You're pretty sure the poison's still there, but you're not sure about the ground's typing, given the extensive modifications
2: here. Um, uh, here, real quick, before you dive too it's... deep into this, Nick, my perception is 20. You rolled a 20
1: Ooh. on perception?
0: Ooh. Yeah,
2: nice. I'm an expert.
1: I didn't know you still had expert perception. I forgot you boosted that up. Yeah, nice. Okay, wow. Okay. okay. You're good at looking at stuff. Are you sure Are, <laughs> are you sure, Charlie forgets about uh, Liliana anymore? Because his perception might be able to see her most of the time. I suppose, yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, oh.
4: oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyways,
1: uh, Liliana, you realize that this Nidoking has been given extensive surgeries to its skeletal structure, musculature, and nervous system. If you had to guess, most or all of said surgeries occurred when it was a and male. At this point, the mechanical graftings have integrated with the Nidoking. The Nidoking, under these augmentations, looks rather small, actually, and its spine is oddly twisted. It was either born with serious developmental issues or it suffered a catastrophic injury at an extremely young age. Um, Charlie, the mechanical grafts of the Nidoking evolved with it. You didn't even think that was possible. Wow. It's definitely part steel type at this point. Um, Charlie, you also notice that a patch of the tiles is giving off an odd rainbow sheen. A closer look allows you to see that the patch of shimmery tiles seems to be breathing ever so slightly.
2: Uh Aha, okay. Hmm. Where are those tiles? Um, yes. Those ones? I will point those out. No,
1: um, the shimmery tiles are right here. Um, oh, you can give me a uh, Pokemon education check if you'd like. The other thing I'll say while you're while you're uh, rolling that is, on either side of the ICU doors are a set of oblong spheres, standing a little over three feet tall and about half as wide for each of them. They're a familiar chrome color.
2: Like uh, chrome, like our our spinnerack friends. <laughs> yep. So what'd you get for Pokemon education? Um, uh, seven.
1: Okay. Um, you—it's on the tip of your tongue, but you can't quite get what that must be. Um, whatever, whatever it is, you're pretty sure it's not typical for the species as you've seen it. Um, as you open the door, the lizard-like Pokemon rumbles. So uh, the Nidoking rumbles, rising to its full height for a moment before lowering its head to charge. The two chrome orbs, to either side, suddenly spin around revealing a dimple housing a cylindrical barrel, which shifts down to point at your group.
2: Charlie, you're up. Oh boy, okay. Um, let's get a Pokemon out of here. Um, Charlie's gonna start by... God, Poison Steel is such a good type combination.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. Doesn't have Levitate, though. Oh. <laughs> mm. Augmented a little more. <laughs> I was...
1: You don't know <laughs> how what much I against? waffled about uh, what I have here and a co- and making it a, a, a poison steel coughing.
3: Oof.
4: Mm.
0: Waffles.
2: Oof. Waffles are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna get... Uh, let's get Bernie out here. Bernie, come on out, bud! He goes immediately because...
1: Of Charlie's of juggler,
2: juggler ability,
3: juggler. yes, yep. Um, I
2: think it's probably be best for Charlie uh, for not, Char- not Charlie. Charlie can't do an ember attack. He's not that talented. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I, <laughs> not I'd, yet. I'd pay money to see it. <laughs> uh,
2: Bernie, um, use an ember to try and stop it on the the Nido King that's apparently gonna shoot us or something. Okay, <laughs> um, that's a sixteen. That hits does hit okay and then uh we need to roll 2d6 plus 20 uh that's a four plus 20 24 special fire damage that did 21 special fire
1: damage which is not quite enough to give the Nidoking king an injury yeah Bernie spews out fire and it splashes across the Nidoking's king's uh, metal plates on the front which actually you can heat up and see them glowing dully and then the Nick king roars in pain, but otherwise is still kind of leaning down and getting ready to attack.
4: I'm going to use rock smash. Can my whip reach one from where I'm standing? Uh, it has right, a reach of four, four, I believe. Yeah. So, yes. So, I'm going to oh. s- smack that one then and just stay where I'm standing. Yeah.
1: So, you're hitting the orb to the left here.
4: Okay. Yeah. I got a 14 for accuracy. That hits. 25 fighting physical.
1: That did 18 fighting physical damage. Which isn't quite enough to injure or bother the machine. So you strike with your whip across it, which is dents into uh, the, the chrome of the spherical, of the spheroid, but otherwise it doesn't
3: really seem to react terribly to the attack. All right, um, I'm going to uh, send out Atlas. Atlas, come on out. I'll use your your help here. OK. Um, uh, even though, yes, I know, ground-type moves are a threat. Um, so I'm going to have Atlas right then It's OK, it's not a ground-type anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It still has the moves I know
4: but <laughs> It still but. got the moves
3: Okay, um, Yeah, I'm going to hit him with a, with a tri-attack Or try to hit him with a tri-attack <laughs> I'm going to try, try attack. 15 ah. to hit 15
2: hits Do attack or do not attack those no try tri-attack <laughs> Oh boy uh,
3: That is 31 normal special damage
1: uh, it does zero damage. No, normal special thirty-one. It does one damage. Yeah. So the hair muscles light up. The multicolored light splashes into him, and uh, it actually seems to douse the heated up uh, metal plates in the front of him, and they can mm-hmm. they almost seem a little more comfortable since they were heated up from Bernie's mm-hmm. ember earlier.
0: Alright. right
4: grunge is going to heat those right back up again okay okay i got a 16 for accuracy
2: which is
4: not enough to flinch unfortunately that does hit yes 40 fire physical
2: 40
1: fire physical that did 40 damage Uh, which is Sweet. enough to give the Nidoking two injuries, but not quite enough to faint it. So, Grunge leaps forward and slams again into those plates that have been heated up and doused, and now cracks several of them with his strike as it heats up. And the Nidoking is kind of staggering back and down. But as Grunge uh, leaps past, the shimmer on the ground that Charlie noticed... Uh, detaches itself and rises up into a mounded puddle of flowing dull gray metal. Uh, the puddle slowly forms Whoa. a fist, which then strikes down towards the back of Grunge's head. Since it moved through its threatened space, it uses it to form to to an uh, use an attack of to opportunity. Oops. Um, which hits? Oh wow. Okay.
2: Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm reading through this. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Oh wow! I'm marveling at how much damage I'm going to be doing to your Pokemon. <laughs>
4: oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> oh wow! TPK. This <laughs> is fun. Basically dead in one you, you shot. You guys know All me right. so well.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: It does 32 normal physical damage, and Grunge is poisoned. Oh. So as Ooh. it slams into Grunge's side. Um, it actually, like, some of the metal actually splatters a little bit onto him and kind of sinks into Grunge's fur. And Grunge starts kind of shaking. So upset. Uh, with that, uh, you can do another Pokemon medicine or tech education check to figure out what on earth this thing is.
2: Of course, Charlie. 18 Pokemon Ed. Charlie goes uh, too late. Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> 11 Thanks.
3: in tech. Okay. Oh,
2: uh, I have a pretty strong hunch as to what this is now.
3: Yeah. Wait,
4: wait. I got an 18 medicine. That's not that right. exciting.
3: <laughs> hey, that's good. That's the same mm-hmm. I got in Pokemon. All of you realize that this is
1: a Grimer. Specifically, uh, you all realize that this is a Steel Poison Grimer. And it has been part Steel type since the moment it became an egg. So it was oh. born a poison steel.
3: That's a fascinating specimen.
1: All right. And yeah, uh That's
3: so cool.
1: The Nidoking after staggering back from the strike here uh, surges forward with a roar. And seeing as the thing that did the most damage to it is standing directly in front of it.
4: Oops. <laughs>
1: It just lowers its head down and punches forward with... Oh, I wasn't paying attention. It shouldn't have taken as much damage as it did. That's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It, that's punches, fine. It, it punches forward with a horn Punch, attack. Grunge isn't a fan favorite. Oh, no. no. <laughs> like it, it wasn't grunge that it took more damage from. But that's... Oh. Oh
4: well that's still fine
1: and grunge takes uh, grunge me. takes 42 normal physical damage from horn attack yeah. so it just goes down right, and then. basically just like it, it takes a step forward bends down uh, hits grunge with its horn and basically flips him into the air alright
4: <laughs> okay so he has two injuries
1: he took the damage yeah okay he's <laughs> still out there but he just got hit pretty hard meanwhile the two orbs of chrome on either side of you um both spin and they kind of spin for a second and then turn and uh the one actually yeah they, they, they turn and face directly at who they're facing because professor sneeze is one who's fired off energy closest to them and the other one actually got hit by Liliana and so both of them, sitting in their place where they are, uh, shoot out a beam of light again, and they use flash cannon. Um, the first one fires and completely whiffs it. Mm-hmm. In fact, like firing at Liliana, it whiffs it so badly that it strikes the it, it strikes the other one with a glancing <laughs> blow. So fires across and hits the other one with the glancing bro. It's not quite as strong as it would have been with it, and it helps that they don't take as much damage from it. But, um so it, it strikes a glance, yeah, it strikes a glancing blow on the other one, which does take three damage from the hit. And so it kind of jerks, but it fires off its own blast at Professor Sneeze, which hits. And it hits and does 27 steel special damage I
3: have an injury that hurt a lot and let's go up and use metal sound Uh, so he's going to move up here and use metal sound which has a burst too so it should hit both of these Mm -hmm. yep 17 to hit that hits them both Uh, is it friendly?
1: yes okay so yes, both of them shudder, and they lose two special defense?
3: Special defense. Special defense is lower for both of them. Okay. So they lose two special defense combat messages, so you have both.
1: Uh, the Nidoking obviously shudders from the sound. Uh, the Grimer just kind of, like, you think it shudders, but it's literally a, just a rolling blob of metal. So it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to tell.
2: <laughs> it's a little more wiggly
1: mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile that same grimer uh, it very carefully shifts over so it does a technical disengage right to here and then it shutters and fires out a burst of its own metallic bits all around it in a burst one so it uses sludge wave hmm which hits Atlas, Bernie, and Grunge. That's Bernie and Borg. Grunge. Um, oh. No, you saved from It's
3: a good thing Atlas is immune to poison.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, so he doesn't take anything from it. Because <laughs> it's a poison type move. But... good, Good thing Bernie is... You're to lying too. to me.
4: <laughs> Grunge is two. He's, uh, no, he's too. No, I'm afraid cute. they both
1: take 41 poison special
2: damage. Goodbye, Grunge. 31.
4: Grunge is easily down and out. We'll avenge you, Grunge. Yeah. He's at negative <laughs> 23.
1: And at... Three injuries, and
4: that was three injuries. Yeah.
1: If he had taken one more point of damage, he'd be at four injuries.
4: Oof. <laughs> buddy.
1: <laughs> that was a
3: solid. He's experience.
4: just a young pupper. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's just a sweet boy. <laughs> okay.
2: Um, Charlie's going to do a cheer. I was going to uh, use go fight win specifically within this he's going to use don't stop now um to boost all of his allies on the field so um what this does is all allies on the field gain temporary hit points equal to your charm rank so what is uh, charlie's charm rank uh, i'm gonna find i think it's an uh, expert five. Five, yeah, I believe so. Let me just verify. Yep, five. So uh, everyone gets a plus five then? Yep, everyone gains five HP. I feel so good. (laughs) And that even uh, lets everyone go above their maximum, correct?
1: Yep, if they were at max, they go above.
2: Cool. Does that work for myself too? Do I cheer myself? Uh, Does
1: it say you and all your allies or all your
2: allies? Probably just all my allies. Let me look all allies on the field. Okay, so unfortunately not Charlie. Okay, Uh, but then also uh, everyone else becomes excited. Uh, So uh, the excited condition if you will, uh, when hit by a damaging attack to gain plus five damage reduction against that attack.
1: Ah, so you can can trade in excited for that.
2: Yes, so basically everyone just got uh, ten extra points that they can get hit by.
3: Oh, true. So... Mm -hmm. I'm really pumped. I'm excited for this fight.
4: <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to do Rock Smash again on that same sphere thing. Okay. So Nine for accuracy. That hits. 27 fighting physical. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm also sending out... Uh, Ruse. Okay, yeah, so you I'm return Grunge and send
1: out Ruse. Then attack. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Twenty-seven. So that did twenty-one fighting physical damage, which is not quite enough to give it an injury again. Um. So, you know while you're returning Grunge and sending out Ruse, uh, you whip the sphere again and just create an even deeper dent. But it still isn't really reacting to your strikes. Do you want her to come out looking like a different Pokemon? Or is she coming out as Azurua?
4: I don't think there's really any Pokemon that would intimidate these guys. Like I need a Queen. That... <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yes, he's seen the Queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I suppose we saw
2: the Nita Queen before. <gasps> we yep. Met Ooh. This.
4: Yes. Um, yeah. I'm going to have her take the form of Sparky.
1: Oh, there you go. Okay. hmm
4: Okay. Okay. So I'm going to do that, and I'm going to have her use Leer. Okay. Or wait, is she close enough?
1: Uh, she can still move. Remember.
4: Okay, I'll have her just move like one space over here, Mm -hmm. and then use Leer.
1: Yes. So she can hit the Grimer.
4: Okay, we'll do that. Kidding me? I got a two. Um, um, What is with me in that?
3: It's
1: kind of hard to tell because this grammar doesn't seem to be showing visible eyes, but it doesn't seem to notice. Ah. Mm. Grimacing at us.
3: All right. um, Professor Sneeze is in point effect, going to return Atlas. Okay. um, Say, all right, Atlas, good job. Come on back, boys. Uh, And then send out. Um Jane Jane come on out Let's give us Let's give it a, a Let's give it a go Now does that Switching those Pokemon Take up my entire turn Because, because No one yep, was hated It
1: takes a standard action So you can move it
3: takes Okay I can move Yeah Alright Yes Jane is my Yamask That I have Not yet Used yet In the mail Jane is spelled with a Y <laughs> So, um, he has yes, a Jane half, is yes. going to. Up the, well, the Pokeball is going to open right here. But you don't see anything. Ah. Jane has invisibility. It looks like nothing comes Jane out. Has Jane has extended invisibility. And so it can be invisible for up to eight
2: minutes.
1: Uh, I will remind wow. you that at the moment that Jane attacks, invisibility is gone.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Charlie's gonna, or Bernie's going to uh, hit their, uh, hit the Nerd King with a Never Attack. Okay. Uh, 17. 17 hits. Alright. Uh, so that's going to be 27 special fire damage. Alright. Yeah. As Bernie rears back and
1: spits a lot of flame at the Nidoking, it reaches up one of its hands with the metal spike on its elbow and reaches it in front of it. The spike suddenly expands and spins out into a disc of metal. What? And the ember fires into it and burns away the metal, but the Nidoking is untouched. It uses its upgraded dermal plating. Once a scene, the user may take physical or special damage as if they resisted it one step further.
2: So that would be a that that'd be a neutral attack then,
1: Um, but I forgot that it also that what I was saying it was supposed to take less damage. It also has the ability bulletproof. The user resists all X-target range attacks one step further. So it took it as a
2: 0.5,
1: and thus ate it. Wait, it did 27. Yeah. Okay, some flex actually do get through, and it takes two damage.
2: Mm. Which is enough to faint
0: it?
1: Not even close. <laughs> uh. <laughs> also, uh, yeah. don't forget at the end of Bernie's turn, speed boost kicks in.
2: Oh, hey. Ooh. So he
3: should be up uh, plus two now, shouldn't he? He should be up two if you want to do that, yes. All right. Uh, Jane, shackle him to the ground. Uh, so uh, Jane uses uh, his shackle ability oh, Okay. Um, so both of these foes have their movement capabilities halved until the end of their next turn and that's a free action so he still has an attack that's a free action and then um, and Jane use Will-O-Wisp on, on that Nidoking, no on the Grimer, that, that, that would be better okay so Jane is going to use Will-O-Wisp on the Grimer to try to burn it that's a 13 to hit 13 hits so it is burn, it burned. is burn. What does burn do burn, again? baby burn? Okay, so it's and
2: turn, oh burn, baby burn. Okay.
3: And now Jane is is visible again because yes. I, the king takes a step forward and then realizes
1: how heavily shackled it is. So with a roar of frustration, it turns towards the only thing within its range. which is Jane. Lowering its head, it goes for a similar strike as it did on on Grunge just a little bit ago. But you see at the last second, you see that a uh, sheath of metal just covered its front horn. And so it strikes Mm -hmm. with Iron Head, Mm. which slams into Jane. it does 46 steel physical damage and jane is flinched um jane uses protect nice (laughs) so you see jane uh, spin around and hold up its mask and as it gets close to the mask uh the nidaking just stops and kind of like takes a step back so that it doesn't hit the mask (laughs) <laughs> yeah, takes no damage and does is not flinched, but uses its turn for next round. Anyways, so that's okay. All right. Meanwhile, the, Spheroid, the uh, yeah Spheroids continue their bombardment. Um, this time, each one lands on its target on uh, Professor Sneeze and Liliana. Uh, Liliana takes thirty-five steel special damage. And Professor Sneeze takes thirty steel special damage.
3: I don't like that. Mm-mm. I'm gonna trade in my uh, damage reduction for that. Okay. That uh, Charlie gave me, so I don't take as much. <laughs> yes.
1: All right. Meanwhile, the Grimer, um, the hand reaches out again and then reaches back into itself and pulls out just like a, a ball of the liquid metal. Which it kind of holds in that hand for a second and then chucks it at, uh, Bernie. And it hits with gyro ball. Uh, 57 steel physical damage.
2: Okay, but the steel is resisted. Yep. So that's gonna make it, uh, math. 29. Thank you. Uh, 29. Deal Steel physical. physical, um, and then I will get to take eleven off of that as well. This is gonna make it a lot more manageable. Make it uh eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernie gets an injury. He's now below half health, and yeah. Uh, you know, let's go ahead and do go fight win again. Um, I get to use mm-hmm. because I I get three cheers that I get to do. Uh, but I get, get to do once per scene. So, we're going to do show your best, choose defense or special special defense. All al- allies on the field gain plus one combat stage in the chosen stat and become motivated. Uh, and then the motivated condition, um, you, you trade it up, uh, to restore your combat stages by plus one. So anything that was, uh, brought... That, that is below its default. Go gets a plus one. So, um, but we're gonna choose regular defense, I think. So everyone on the field gains a plus one to defense, and then if you lose a combat stage, you may trade in motivated to uh, bring it back up one.
3: For you, Charlie, I am gonna show my best.
2: You guys are doing great? <laughs> let's 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 do our let's do great against these these guys. I, I guess I don't know. Charlie's actually like while Charlie's like trying to help out here, he's like super conflicted about like beating up these Pokemon that are working in this hospital. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's uh, and, and Charlie is actually feeling quite protected with uh, Sneeze and Liliana flanking him on either side. So. Uh, he, he's going to stay where he's at. That's his turn. Now it's Bernie's turn, the fast boy. All right. So Bernie's going to uh, move slightly. He's going to move back closer to the line of trainers. Okay. And uh, so he is... Uh, the way he moved it, that would count as a disengage. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that is a disengage maneuver. All right.
2: And then he's going to, uh, again, try to do an... Uh, do one Ember the King? We gotta get some damage on this on this Grimer. Let, let's uh, uh, hit the Grimer mm-hmm. with um, Ember instead. 11? 11 hits. Uh, we're looking at 28 special fire damage. 28 special fire. That did 20 damage. I'll take that. Yeah. So,
1: as the uh, fire uh, arcs towards the Grimer, the metal actually kind of bends in and, and uh, sucks over the fire is it to smother it but you still see it heat up slightly from within because
2: it also has bulletproof
3: hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm going to have Ruse try out Lear again on that you know on the same one okay. I just do and...
3: do it do it do
1: it <laughs>
4: I did a little better 5 for accuracy this time.
1: 5 for accuracy, yes.
4: <laughs> Yay. This time the
1: Grimer seems to take notice, though once again you're not sure how you can tell.
0: <laughs> Be
4: afraid of me. Um, I'm going to use Faint Attack on the Could I like run out? Do an attack and then, like, move one square back? Um, unfortunately, you, thing?
1: Can, you can't move, attack, move. You can only, you can move before okay. or after you attack, but not in, you can't split up your movement.
4: Sure. Okay. Um.
1: Remember, you can use faint yeah. attack as a weapon attack as well, so you can use your way.
4: Oh. Okay, I'll do that then.
3: Okay, what are you and attacking?
4: the Grimer. Okay and since I can reach it from where I'm at, I'm going to stay in that spot. Six for accuracy, which is just fine, because it doesn't miss. 28
1: dark physical. Okay, that did 16 dark physical damage, which is not quite enough to give it an injury. Mm. So you strike down with your whip across, and your whip seems to be glowing slightly with a darkish energy slams across the grimer, which kind of cuts a neat furrow into the grimer, which slowly
3: reforms back together.
2: It's a Terminator. <laughs> <It's in laughs> 1,000
3: uh, man. Professor Sneeze is not feeling too super hot, so he's going to hang back, glow his hair muscles softly, and use Morning Sun on himself to heal. So yeah, you you heal yourself back up.
1: The Nidda King, looking around at the battlefield around it, um, it is gonna swing down it, not to be deterred in its anger. It's gonna take another swing at, oh, uh, actually, um, it's, instead of taking a swing, it, it kind of leans back slightly and lifts up its arm, and, the uh, fiber, like, what's seeming to be the fiber off the cable, starts start pulsing brighter and brighter, and a ball of energy coalesces in its arm, and then it fires it off at Jane. At point blank range, mm. and it hits Jane with mirror shot, and does 32 steel special damage. Okay, that hurt a little bit. All right, then um, the spheroids have not been touched this round on either side, so they suddenly like uh, you hear two two identical clangs as they move off of their pedestals and clang to the ground. And then they spin and lurch forward straight at Professor Sneeze and Liliana. Uh, That's weird. They they just come with straightforward body slams, both of which hit. And Liliana takes 40 normal physical damage. Professor Sneeze takes 36 normal physical damage. <laughs> okay. Uh,
4: we're
1: going to take some The Grimer then shifts a little bit closer to where everybody else is standing. Gathers itself in and shoots out another burst of energy in a sludge wave. Which uh, Jane is able to float above and out of the way of, but it slams Bernie in the chest.
2: Yoke. How much are you talking here? Uh, the Sludge
1: Wave does 43 poison special damage.
2: Uh, yeah, he's not going to survive that. Nice. Right. All right. Uh, come on back, Bernie. You did a good job. So let's... Uh, so under a quick switch, let's get out, I mean, might as well, let's get out, Cuddles the Baggin. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Been a while since we've seen Cuddles. Yeah. Come on, Cuddles, you can do it, buddy! So, uh, he's, uh, Cuddles, uh, went off to the, uh, right side of the room, still a good distance away from the King and the Grimer. But also uh, directly in front of uh, one of the uh, bots that are are attacking. So, uh, and he is going to use an is uh, going to use an ember on the Nidoqueen. All right, so. 6 plus 18, 24 fire special damage. Uh, did you roll accuracy? Um, maybe.
1: <laughs>
2: 11. That hits, and you said 24 fire special? I did say 24 fire special right. damage. that does
1: 12 fire special damage. Alright. Which is not quite enough to feint the Nidoking.
2: King. You said that like for four, 5 times in a row there,
3: Nick. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> <laughs> Nidokings are beefy creatures. Especially when they're steel-type. Mm-hmm.
4: wonder how they taste.
1: So the Nidoking again lifts up its arm as though to try to block the same way, but the uh, shield doesn't appear this time, and so instead the fire just eats into his arm a little bit and burns it. But he's still able to keep himself on his feet.
2: Um, thinking outside the box here a little bit, I get my Pokeball toolbox. Ooh. I know it is it is intended for making Pokeballs. Would I have anything in there that I could try to like dismantle these uh, Chrome machines that are attacking us? Hmm. Um, probably probably not.
1: With them actively
2: moving and attacking
1: and with them being kind of beyond any technology you've seen, the easiest way to dismantle them would be by breaking them.
2: Gotcha. All right, uh, Charlie then is probably running out of creative options. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, no, I think what what's going to happen is Charlie is going to put himself between uh, Cuddles and that robot, okay. that machine. So Charlie's going to go here, and he'll just do a regular struggle attack against it. You know, kick it again. All right. Harley knows two things to do. He uses a slingshot and he kicks things.
3: Yep. He was cheering us on earlier. true. true. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, eight. Nice. Uh, that so it's gonna be full oh, did Oh, did you roll accuracy?
2: Um, seven. That hits. All right. <laughs> and so then the damage was max damage of an eight for 31. 31. Okay, that
1: does zero damage.
2: Good.
1: So as you're going to kick, your foot clangs against the uh, chrome of this, even though they look very similar in chrome, it looks like this is made of thicker stuff. If you had to guess, this probably reacts like a steel type.
0: Good.
2: Alright.
4: I'm going to have Ruse use Scraint Attack then on the Nidoking. 32 Dark Physical. That did
1: 12 Dark Physical. It is enough to give the Nidoking King another injury and faint it. Ruse. So Ruse charges forward, gathering the shadows from the room as she goes and leaps in and just strikes the Nidoking King across the jaw and it just shifts outside and then topples to the ground.
4: Let's have her do rock smash on the orby thing that's next to her. 12 for accuracy. That hits. 24 fighting physical.
1: That did 16 fighting physical damage, which is enough to finally give this an injury. Not quite enough to faint oh. it, but.
4: Mm.
1: So you strike down with your whip, and this time you actually bend its barrel slightly askew, and now this thing is. You, you didn't realize because the chrome was so clean, things, but it's actually been rolling itself to move and the dimples have started to really interfere with that, so it's kind of bouncing across the ground. <laughs>
4: so that's a bouncy ball. <laughs>
3: um, I'm going to try to try attack the uh, machine that's right next to me. Okay. That's a three to hit. Okay. Um, unfortunately,
1: since tri-attack is made mostly out of light, it actually reflects off of the spheroid's eye. Mm -hmm. He just bounces off into one wall.
3: Jane, use Hex on that Grimer. So Jane is going to attack with Hex. Oh boy. Uh, And that is a 12 to hit.
1: 12 to hit. That hits, and it is burned.
3: Yep, so we're going to make that damage base be 13. Actually,
1: it's supposed to be 15, because it's a ghost-type move, and it does stab.
3: Ooh, 15. (laughs) Fifty-three ghost special damage.
1: It takes nineteen damage from that. Mm. It already actually gained an injury last round because of its burn. Ah. So that hex hits it, and it's now actually like, if you've ever seen, um, if you've ever seen like YouTube videos or things of uh, hydrophobic materials. It's kind of doing that right now, where it's, like, breaking up into strange shapes. I think the only one there is it's, like, slowly seeming to lose integrity. Nice. Meanwhile, uh, seeing that burst of energy and one of the things go down, these spheroids actually recalculate for a second, and then both of them pivot and fire at Jane. Hmm. And both of them hit with flash cannon. The first one does 33 steel special damage. And the other one does 31 steel special damage. Also, Jane loses one special defense combat stage.
3: Um, we're just going to negate that with uh, motivated. Okay, there you go. Okay, um, the first one that hit um, Jane is going to use disable on it. Okay.
1: So yeah, as soon as that uh, that strikes, the air suddenly gets strange and everyone sees colors inverted. And then uh, the spheroid that that hit it's kind of jerks for a second and its barrel just kind of drops right, meanwhile the grimer just so kind of you know losing integrity casts about for it What's going on there and it decides to go with what the rest of the group is doing and it again pulls out a section of its self like a ball like section of itself that is jerking and chucks it this time at Jane and hits. What's uh, Jane's speed again? Jane's speed is 9. Okay. It deals 45 steel physical damage. Oof. With gyro ball. And then it's like that piece seems to have done even worse with it and you can actually see the the long ago ember from Bernie actually seems to be heating it up from within still as though it found some source of fuel within it. So it seems to be heating up a
3: little
2: Jane bit. Jane is knocked out. Alright, even as it knocks Jane out of the battle.
3: Oh no, Jane. Good job.
2: Well, I suppose there wouldn't be any way I could like tip these orb things over at all, is there? Give me a combat check. Okay.
1: I think there's actually a trip maneuver. Um, let me look it up.
0: Cow tipping works.
1: <laughs> yeah, maneuver, trip, um, make yeah a combat or acrobatics check.
2: Ooh yeah yep. Acrobatics, that's what I do
3: There you go. Let's <laughs> all those dice.
4: Ooh, it sounds so nice. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't roll great, but
1: That was try. that was lovely rhyming there, sorry. Uh seventeen in acrobatics. Seventeen in acrobatics. Alright. You come towards the spheroid and managed to push it to one side just at the perfect angle so that it kind of tips and falls over. Woo-hoo. So that one is tripped. But not
2: entirely out of commission, I suppose. No,
1: it is knocked over and tripped. Alright. I believe that means it's kind of stuck in place and is not going to be moving from its place. So that's number two.
4: I'm going to have Ruse. I'm going to move her actually right here right between Charlie and Professor Schneez. That should be fine. And then I will have her do brain attack on the orb. Okay, so I got 10 for accuracy, okay. 34 dark physical.
1: Okay, that did 14 dark physical damage. Which isn't quite enough to give him an injury. So Bruce comes in trying that same dark energy and slams into the fallen over spheroid, giving it a sizable dent.
0: She can do
4: feint attack with her whip right. Yes,
1: you can use faint attack with your weapon.
4: Okay. Okay, I'm gonna do that mm. on the Grimer then. Okay. Uh critical fumble. Doesn't matter, it's a faint oh, doesn't no. matter, it's a faint attack. Oh uh, okay, that's true. Oh. Yay. <laughs> I chose the right one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> chose the right one to roll a one on.
4: Yeah. Okay. Thirty dark physical.
1: That ends up doing 18 dark physical, which is enough to give it one more injury and faint it. Yes. Okay. Liliana strikes down again with her whip and again a f- big furrow breaks open in the grimer and it slowly starts to reform again. And just as it looks like it's about to be back together, it just collapses into a me- hmm. metallic puddle with a rainbowish like oil
3: slick sheen on the floor.
4: And stay down.
3: <laughs> 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 Professor Sneeze, I'm gonna return Jane. Jane, good job. Come on back. Sure. All right, Hercules, let's go. And I send out Hercules, the lit Leo. And then, I already used... I used try attack last mm-hmm. time, so... I'm going to... Normal type moves suck. Right yeah. now. All right yeah, sure. Um... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try, you know what, I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna try a swift, see if I can do something on this number two. Okay. If I, do a, if I get a crit, it might do something. I choose to select the right D20. Fourteen, not a crit. Not a crit. Thirty-four normal special damage.
1: Thirty-four normal special, it does zero. Yeah, so stars rain down on top of the spheroid and actually bounce off
3: with lovely little tink-tink-tink noises.
1: Uh, Hercules goes immediately. Where does okay. Hercules go?
3: Right. right, and Hercules is on that uh, that device thingy over there. Going to use Ember. All right. So, Ember, Hercules, get this machine down. That's a nat one. Okay. <sighs>
1: So, Hercules is super excited about being out in his first battle. Because this is the first time he's been sent out to fight, right? No, he's been oh. out before. Well, he's super excited to being in this battle, I apologize. And, and so he gets up and he fires off a burst of flame, which sails right over the orb's head, narrowly misses Liliana, and sets fire to the door next to Liliana.
3: <laughs> oh no.
4: Hey, watch it. Watch the fireworks. Um,
1: Liliana, if you don't move from that area by the end of your next turn, you will lose a tick of hit points as though you're burned.
3: Oh, boy. don't want that.
2: Alright, uh, Cuddles is going to uh, come and attack with an ember. Um. I think he will, uh, kind of sidestep to avoid Charlie. Okay. Uh, so um, so we move to just be in a better position to attack this orby, robot-y thing uh, that has been tripped. It's going to attack with Ember. Uh, we get a 10. That hits. Alright, 523 special fire damage. That did 25 fire special damage, which is...
1: Enough to give this an injury. So the fire lands on the spheroid and burns into it, really warping its shape. Alright, so the sphere on the left, seeing that fire just went past it, marks that as the greatest threat, spins towards Hercules, and lowers down to slam into him with an iron head. Why do so many headless things use iron head in this? Um, luckily, for Hercules, the headlessness seems to work in Hercules' advantage because he's e- easily able to dodge to one side.
3: <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, the other orb needs to use a move action to get up to its feet. Professor Sneeze, you have an attack of opportunity. I kick it. Okay, uh, uh, that's a struggle. With,
3: with my muscles. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, because uh, a... Struggle attack. Ah, 15 to that hit. That hits. 19 normal physical damage. Unfortunately,
1: you kind of bruise your foot a little bit. And don't yeah, do much else. Uh, I will say uh, Ruse and Charlie both also get attacks of opportunity, but they're also both normal. So too, too much. Uh, Cuddles also gets an attack of opportunity, but he has Fire Starter. His struggle attack can Ooh. be fire type.
2: Well, let's do that then. Alright. Uh so one, unfortunately. So 21 uh, normal Did you roll accuracy? Duh! <laughs> I swear I've played this game before, bro. <laughs> is,
3: is that our alternate Ooh. title for this episode? Ooh. Did you roll accuracy? Ooh. Did you roll accuracy? Ooh. <laughs> Two.
2: Ooh. Ooh. No. 20. Two. 20. Chronicle. Nice. Reroll damage. 39 normal physical damage. Fire physical damage. It's yes, fire fire. I remember. Yes. You have to say yes. fire physical. Exactly. <laughs>
1: that did 39 wait it did 49 fire physical damage which is enough to give this 2 injuries and faint it destroy it actually so as it's getting up uh, Cuddles basically leaps forward and he he breathes fire into the air and essentially sets his head on fire and then headbutts through it (laughs) wow (laughs) So there's just a giant smoking hole in this spheroid, and then it just falls over again.
2: So it should be close enough. Uh, Charlie is going to go over and try and uh, trip it with his acrobatics uh, again. All right. Uh, 20
1: in acrobatics. All right. Once again, you're able to push this one over.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> I'm going to have Rose. Run over, and you know what, actually I'm just going to stick her right here. Cause she can still attack diagonally, right? Yes,
1: you can attack
4: diagonally. Okay. So yeah, so I'll stick her there. Wait, is she in the way for like, if other people wanted to come over? Um, no, you can move but they have squares to, like squares of her.
1: people who are friendly to you without any issue.
4: Okay, cool. I'll just plop her I'll there
2: you, yeah, should get over Get over, over there. Here. If I just move them. Okay.
4: And I am going to have her use Fade Attack, 35 Dark Physical.
1: That did 15 Dark Physical, which isn't quite enough to destroy this thing. But Ruse comes over again, gathering all the shadows in and knocks another sizable dent into the spheroid.
4: I'm going to move away from the door and move over here. All (laughs) right. And. Don't catch fire. No, that would not feel very good. And I'm going to have to use Rock Smash. Got an accuracy of 17. That hits. 22, uh, Fighting Physical.
1: That did 13 Fighting Physical damage, which is enough to destroy this. So then after moving away from the door, you whip down with your whip, and your whip actually snags on some, like, in, almost invisible seam on it. And as you pull back, you rip off a chunk of the front, and whatever was inside, whatever machine was inside of the thing was apparently under a decent amount of pressure, because it immediately just spews out and destroys the machine. Uh, there is still a door on fire, but... It's all good.
4: We'll just use the other door. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just leave
3: it burning. <laughs> All right. In a if, hospital. If we're like out of initiative, yes. Professor Sneeze is gonna like send out Schmoopy and say, used Rain Dance, put out that fire. So everyone
1: gets a little bit drenched because uh Schmoopy used Rain Dance, which causes everything to rain everywhere. Basically sprinkler system. Mm-hmm. But yes, the fire is put out. Are you guys going to push any farther in or
2: Um I
4: think <laughs> Everyone's so excited.
3: <laughs> it's surgery in progress. I mean, I think like, we're all we, we've
2: gone now. this far. Let's. I, I'm guessing uh, Yash, uh, even though she may be extremely upset with us, um, is probably just on the other side of those doors. So um,
3: we better, we better, we better go check. Yeah. All right.
2: She's gonna be so mad at us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: open to the next, uh, the next door, and upon opening the door, you're confronted by a sound that Liliana and really. Much of it. No, uh, most people have rarely heard Yash's voice. She seems to be speaking in full sentences and at length, though her voice is still far enough away that you can't make out the words. Uh, this hallway. The hallway actually takes a sharp turn to the right just after the doors leading. Just after the doors leading to another long hallway, which then turns left sharply at its end. The floral and metallic scents grow steadily stronger as you head down the hallway, getting to the point where they're nearly overpowering. You also pick up a series of low hums, and the high electric whine of an automatic drill. Uh, You turn the corner, and the room in front of you is full of injured Pokemon and metal. Uh, More humanoid Machop, Makuhita, and the like lay on human-style beds, while dog-like Growlithe and cat-like Skitty and Glamyow curl up on beds closer to the floor. More oddly shaped Pokemon, such as Magnemite or Coughing rest on cloth slings seemingly designed for the purpose, supporting their weight while allowing them a comfortable rest. Water types float in bowls, tanks, and even a communal pool tucked away in one corner of the room. Every Pokemon in the room has some sort of mechanical addition to their bodies, metal plating or wiring, or the replacement of an eye or even an entire limb. Many of the mechanical parts look like those you've encountered on the Pokemon outside of this room, though these parts look sleeker and newer. Um, Even though the Pokemon rows are straight and orderly, the room seems cramped, as though it wasn't usually this full. Um, In the back of this room, you finally see Yash leaning over the body of a Sandshrew, gently stroking the Pokemon's sandy hide and murmuring softly to it in a continuous stream of words. Sandshrew is one Pokemon that pretty much everyone knows, I'd say. Um, her other hand holds a syringe which as you're washing she quickly injects into the Sandshrew's quivering body as you, as you see the Sandshrew stiffens then slowly relaxes letting out a long breath as Yash takes her hand away you can see the Sandshrew's body slowly whiten as though it's being covered in frost several of these in- of the injured Pokemon in the room notice you all at once giving out weak cries of protest Yash's head whips around, her rail-thin body standing straight up in surprise. She stares at you for a long moment, shock written plain across her features. From above you, there's a heavy metallic click. Looking up, you see a huge metallic shape that Professor Sneeze and Charlie would remember from their encounter with Professor Sneeze's brother, Metagross. Rather than a rusted hulk, however, this one seems very much alive and healthy hanging from the ceiling and staring directly at the three of you. Yash has regained her composure, any emotion smothered behind her expressionless mask. Explain, she intones, looking at the three of you. And that's all the time I think we have for today. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapstradio.org pokemon rollout, on Twitter at Pokeroll and on Facebook at facebook.com slash pokerollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocko W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects
2: used in this episode.
1: Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at poke roll nick.
2: Uh, I'm Paul. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at profsnag, and uh, check me out on the Puckle Podcast. Check me out on our uh, the Rollout Discord.
3: Check me out on the Puckle Discord. Yeah, find me in all them places. I'm Michael. You can find me on Twitter at m g l i l i e n t h a l. You can also find me in the other Tapestry Radio shows, in our Discord, on the Facebook. Tap room and yeah, find me, talk to me, chat me up. I'm lonely. <laughs> is it me? Yes. Yep. yep.
4: Okay. Well, it 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 cut out. Uh. <laughs> oh. So it's like, uh, is he is he
3: gone or is he just
4: <laughs> still talking Um. Uh, taking
3: a big dramatic pause.
4: <laughs> I'm Michael. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm Lydia. And you can find me on Twitter at l i l underscore shadow eight. And I, yeah, send a talk with us if you want, or or don't. You don't have to, but it's cool <laughs> to get to talk with you guys. I enjoy it, and I think everyone else here does too. If you send us a message, Grunge will smile. <laughs>
3: just remember that if you don't he will cry
4: (laughs) yeah if you don't he will cry (laughs) just remember that
1: (laughs) we all cry sometimes you can follow me on twitter at behind your eylee that's behind your e-y-e-l-i If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash PokeRollPodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Asher, Alexandra, Nathan Jester, Ryan Felton, Michael Williams, Rochelle Graves, Zara, and Proxxus. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listener, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Next time on Pokémon Rollouts, Yash is found at last, surrounded by wounded and modified Pokémon, and not happy to see the trainers. Why was she hidden away in her surgery wing in the first place? Will she be willing to help the trainers with the problems of the Ackless Vine? Even if she is, will she be able to help? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout.
0: Time on Pokemon Rollout. The group is in the same place they've been in for the last three episodes, and Charlie did something silly. Professor Sneeze did something maybe intelligent, but also silly, and uh, Liliana probably stole something from someone else or punched someone. Who knows? Find out what happens this time on Pokemon Rollout. Good. Except I said Charlie made a fool of himself before. Last time on Pokemon Rollout. The characters are all in the same places that they've been for the last three episodes. Charlie made a fool of himself. Professor Sneeze did something silly, but maybe intelligent. And Liliana probably stole someone from something from someone else. Or someone. Maybe she stole someone. Who knows? Find out what happens this time on Pokemon Rollout. Michael, is this podcast an anime? Inquiring minds like Paul's want to know. Okay, thanks. Bye. Michael, Paul doesn't want me to record anymore. He said don't record it one more time. But I'm going to record it one more time. Because I like doing this. Okay, bye. Charlie is my favorite. Are you recording
2: again, though? Are you guys recording, buddies?
3: Wow. Oh my
4: gosh, Nick, we're so in sync. <laughs> nice. All right. Does this mean All since right. he's been rolling really well the past few episodes that finally I get to roll <laughs> really well? No. Yes, that's we No,
3: that's how it works. The good rolls are passed through a clap. Uh, <laughs>
0: pass <of> clap. <laughs> passing a <of> clap. <laughs> <laughs> and we
3: have our alternate title already.
0: Um.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Um. Um.
0: <laughs> um uh, I know. No. Guys, I know you guys are in a hospital,
1: but. Uh,
2: no. Yeah, um. Probably not the best episode title.
3: <laughs> Why not?
2: Are you genuinely asking? No, he's not.
3: Genuinely no. Asking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Okay. Um, I was like, um, yeah.
2: just, just Urban Dictionary, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yes. Re- or I should say, uh, reference, uh, reference and cite Urban Dictionary. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll say
1: right. Michael, uh, you've read turn... Victorian novels, you know
3: what it is. Yes, yes, you. do. Because <laughs> everyone has it in a Victorian novel. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> let me convince you about how...
2: How charming I am with this uh sidebeam attack! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I really wanted to call. Out. I
0: really wanted to
2: call this
1: guy back at that moment,
3: but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it really seems a little too choosy. Which does enough to get the police's attention. Apparently. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: going move back It's not here. Bernie's turn, it's Charlie's turn. Oh, it's Charlie's turn.
3: Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, they're the same thing, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin.
2: Oh no! Shoot, I threw, I threw my die, like, uh, off my tray. So I'm going to go look for that in a minute, but let me get a different die out here. Okay. So I can actually roll my attack. Uh, here we go. <laughs> You may have had two people kind of
1: bump into you as they got slammed on either side from giant, from, uh, three-foot spheres. It's a Charlie sandwich. Gently smoking the- gently stroking, well, gently stroking the Pokemon (laughs) Sandy Hyde- Obscurantism and Obfuscation.